Hello and welcome to Not Another Nat One Big Small Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an oxymoron? Probably. Is it a joke that Sam made that no one got? Uh, rumors say so. Uh, but anyway, uh, more importantly, hi, I'm Keith. And uh, who? Yep, yep. What a big poppy. Uh huh. And who is the lovely gentleman on my right? Uh, my name is Andrew Harris. I play Carla Connes, the Bugbear Barbarian, aka Bugbearian. Bugbearian. What's up, everyone? My name is Sam Allen. I played Frowny Face, Aww. Clickbait, the world's most okay spy. And hi, everybody. I am Chase Ezel. I am not your boy. I'm COVID-19, and I have the worst fucking timing imaginable. Because I currently, <laughs> in real life, right now, I'm sitting at home and not in our podcast room because I got COVID. So, mm. but I play Barry, the straight shooting, rootin' tootin' Drake Warden, Dragonborn Ranger from Deathhelm. Ooh, he didn't forget it. No, nope. no. Yeah, he did a pretty good job. One, one last time. One last oh, time. Oh, I hear it again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I play Barry, the straight shooting, rootin' tootin' Drake Warden, Dragonborn Ranger from Deathhelm. Yeah. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Alex Smith, playing the pedantic professor, Dr. Sidus Serkator. I actually, I played him on season one. I like the past tense. Thank you. I, I will never stop playing Carl. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm yeah. never not Sidus. I'm always Sidus. I'm more Barry than Chase at this point. <laughs> it's the beard. <laughs> yeah. Look at his beard on the screen. That is Look at that. That gum. Golly. So for the listeners at home, we have a tiny little MacBook screen plugged into all of our fancy stuff that we can see Chase from. Yeah. And I can see y'all from my home setup. And... You can all see that on Instagram because Chase is really good with our socials. But yeah, we're gonna post uh, that shit. More importantly, this is, as said, a <laughs> small talk where the we, biggest. Yep. So <laughs> buckle Juicy. in. It's gonna be a gumpy. Long time. No, no, no. It's gonna be a gumpy <laughs> ride. It's gonna be a gumpy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh it's, a, it's a deep cut for all you Montgomeryans out there. <laughs> yep. Sound off. Anywho, so we're going to start off with a regular question with a kind of a larger pull from data, which is what was your favorite moment from the three part finale um, of The Mist? My goodness. Yeah, it's been a long time since we, I even thought about episode one of the trilogy. It's wild. We, like, how yeah. long ago was that? Let's, oh, let's try and think shit, about that real man. quick. Two years. It wasn't that long. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's been four months. November. Almost no four months. Way. It's, it's like been that, just yeah. over three, I think. Next, it was November. It's February now. What in the Jesus. world? Yeah. I feel bad now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that long. I would say that my favoritest part of the whole trilogy... I think that I'm going to copy one of my answers from a previous small talk, but those war machine mechanics that you had, mm -hmm. Keith, where we were controlling our own armies and it's, it felt like Sidus was controlling a large group of people, but you, the way that you did it, it was so streamlined. It was so easy. I was afraid it was going to be complicated, but that added so much tension that added so much push for it and it also kind of explained like how we could get from point a to point b kind of quick it was awesome it was a fantastic thing that oh, yeah. you did large scale battle scenes in D, D are notoriously difficult to manage and long and drawn yeah. out and so many different components to it and yeah. if i recall correctly i'm trying to do the i, I don't want to spend too much time on this but 
in the initiative order, there were probably, what, only seven people, seven different entities, two different groups of monsters, and then the four of us and maybe an NPC? Yeah, like, I think there were six. I gave each of you kind of control of the army, then the enemy, and then maybe one other, but I don't even think there was another. I don't, I, the more and more so I five. think about it. Yeah, that was obviously four months ago, you know? <laughs> but I, 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 I don't think I'll ever forget that moment specifically, because when we were talking about it, that this is what the next thing was going to be, I had red flags. I was like, oh gosh, it's going to be long. We're going to, I'm going to be controlling like 15 people. Mm -mm. So kudos to you. I think that that really shows the work you put in on season one, being a DM uh, and kind of changing up some of the rules and ways to do it to fit an audio podcast medium. You did a great job. Thanks. I like, loved it. I really did want it to have that big battle. You've collected all these people. You've inspired these people. You've saved these people and I wanted them to be an important part of saving the city but not like you said bogged down and let's go through 50 initiative roles for two hours like I wanted it to be exciting and fresh and fun and it felt powerful it yeah. felt good to feel yeah. powerful well it also helps when you have Carl just wiping out <laughs> multitudes of he enemies rolled and so every, well. every single that, small bad guy just dead from Carl <laughs> so that was, I'm going to have two favorite moments because I'm going to cheat. You're like, so, I have three. So. Oh, you have three? <laughs> oh. I, I was just picking the best one. Oh, I'm sorry. You no, want to keep no, going? I, I'm not telling all of them. Yet. Okay. okay. I mean, we can keep going at some no. point. Okay. We, we have a, a lot of time. Yeah. So that was my first favorite moment of the trilogy was seeing Carl just like go ape shit <laughs> on all of those enemies. And then uh, the, my second favorite part was actually getting to when Click slept all of those uh what do we call them what do we call priests cultists cultists yeah yeah when when i slept all the cultists like i was expecting keith to make me roll each time for it and like if i had failed like that's just how many cultists were going to be left and we would have to fight them so that was that was unexpected but it also like made click seem like a badass so i appreciate that click click is a badass he's not bad he's not bad he's got an ass he does. <laughs> he does have an. Yeah, it uh, does now. I, I re-listening to. I didn't even really fully uh, understand it in the moment, but look, going back and re-listening to the big battle scene, I, I it hit me that I was like, I think I was the only one where I was doing so much damage personally that Keith didn't let any of my group actually do any attacks because I was doing all the damage oh my myself. Goodness. I didn't even they didn't think make about that. Any actual like they do this. No, they just literally followed you and kind of defended yeah. the flank. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that at one point you did it was either Andrew you or Sam you got them to flank. Like you No that, got that was your... me. I got the oh, two different was... groups oh. of archers to go up on like either side, get the high ground and flank. And, they, and somebody had advantage from doing that. And that was such a cool... That was yeah. you that had Our, advantage? Yeah, my group had advantage it, from that. It was just cool, again, how you did that, Keith. Uh, not just me. Like, I, I set up the battlefield. But it was really cool how each of you... I kind of gave you what I felt was a unique way to play. And all of you took it and ran with it. Like, it was... Side is casting magic missile from 10 mages. And I think we rolled 30. Yeah. 30 dice. And like, uh, Chase using his range and like flanking, splitting up his forces. Uh, Carl decimating the front line and then Click using his espionage to like sneak in, get his surprise round and, you know, play it tactfully. 
It was like really cool to watch you guys really take your roles and run with them. Can I ask one more question about the big battle? You can ask anything you want, baby. Thank you. Um, so I know this isn't a, a, a listener question, so I'm going to ask this. So what was going on on the other side of the battle? Oh, this was... I, I thought there would be more... Huh. Do I tell you? I as, I assume, what? Who I you assumed made? that it was that it was a, Hank beating the shit out of her. I mean, it, we're gonna go come back to this eventually. That it is it true. actually wasn't. I, I didn't really get to explain what the A team was doing during this time or previously to this time, but uh, I did give hints that there were misbeast sounds, and it seems like uh, a large pack of misbeast was holding off the other side of the crystalline plaza, and you don't know specifically why, but. You can make connections to uh, the dragon that Barry met previously oh, on. Okay. Uh, where it seems like parts of the mist were joining you in your conflict. Huh. Oh, oh shit. I, I, that's cool. It, that's cool it, as it hell. happened so quick that I I kind of forgot to go back and give like more hints to it. But I did mention that there were. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that there were uh, sounds of conflict and you did. Yeah. You did. It, there is a listener question about that, so maybe we can dive into that a bit more. I can't yeah. wait. Don't oh, go for, Don't go further. But there, oh, there's well. there's a there's a season one answer that you probably don't deserve. Oh. If you were, if, if this was not a podcast and we weren't taking a break for a while, I would have just said, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess, I think my favorite moment, it, it was a tie for two. Like I, I loved the, uh, the, we adopt a cultist part where, Oh my God. Uh, which that's a little bit selfish too. Cause I just enjoyed being able like, Hey, let me logic our way through this situation with my own party mates. It's like, Hey, we can ask them questions. Don't just cut every last one of them. I was so glad you did that. I, I didn't know how to talk them down and I was like, no, don't do yeah. that. <laughs> Which actually, I re-listened to that audiogram recently. I was like, that honestly kind of comes off bad for us. It's like, oh, we're just a bunch of murder hobos scroll, scrolling through this attack. But it's like, okay, if you listen to the podcast, you understand. But that in isolation is not great. But I, I thought I still think that's a great scene. I love like the oh, we finally get to adopt something. Get hit that classic D and D trope of okay, the party adopts a goblin or the party adopts an NPC. But my actual favorite, once again, is a little bit selfish because it was a plan that we had come up like a week ah, or two before recording. Yes. And finally, I feel like met the potential for the Khmer to launch, oh, yeah. <laughs> launch the relics at the crystal to end the... Uh, in the corruption, we, we we did we did what all what all uh, good D and D players do is, and in the weeks between meeting, we conspired yep. about how to beat the DM's puzzle. Oh yeah, and use the cool new toy that he gave me in bad faith to try and circumvent an entire battle too. But we didn't end up circumventing it. Thankfully, it still was very exciting. We got to do all the cool shit, but also got to use the Khmer to launch and save the world. Keith, when we. When when he started talking about shooting the Khmer at the wagon-sized crystal, which might be another one of my favorite moments of the trilogy, that Americans, we're so against using the metric system that we're going to describe things as wagons. It was <laughs> like big wagon. Okay. I love that that was okay. the description. That was awesome. My counter, you knew exactly how large a wagon was. I did, was. And that's like, the frustrating part. I knew how big a wagon was. I was like, oh, okay, perfect. When when he started saying this is what we're gonna do, what were the cogs in Keith's brain doing, and how did you allow that to happen? Uh, okay, yeah, behind the screen. So 
first, it took me like a little bit of time because like I'm I'm behind the I'm planning thinking, and then suddenly it's like we have this wild plan and we're gonna do it. It's like okay, they're gonna do it. Would it work? Can <laughs> I? Ma- then it's like can I make it work if it wouldn't work? Because it's really cool and I want to like reward this kind of creativity. And it was like click has got to be nearby because click is a is kind of the channel for what's gonna happen. So it was it was. It was fun. I actually thought it was a really cool idea. I just literally all I had to do to make it work and it made sense to me that like there is a connection between Click and his ring and his deity so it would just yank him forward uh, to be in range and then it was like this is just a cool moment and that's really all it was. Keith, how was that encounter supposed to go? That's uh, original. Question. About that, about the same. I forgot you guys were going to it it as a DM, I I must I I side on the side of storytelling more than like being a player because I'm not a player super often. And I forget that if you see a group of people, you're going to stealth and you guys had passed without a trace. So you're like, we're going to be stealthy and they're not going to see us. And I was kind of set up an encounter where it's like you walk up to them and they don't notice you because they're so focused in their incantations. But you guys were so stealthy that that didn't come across because even if they were like hyper vigilant, they would not have spotted you. Well, that's what I was going to ask is like, if we hadn't have stealth, like what, what did you have a scenario where they wake up and start fighting us? Uh, no, not okay. really. They were wow. they were fully entranced. Uh, entranced in their invocation, and if they stopped the invocation, they would have died. Oh, okay. So, oh. Uh, so that's why they all ended up just like kind of disappearing and melting away after. Yeah, yeah. Once the incantation ended, because you guys dislodged uh, one crystal from another, their incantation ended. Their concentration broke, and they died. Damn. Uh, so it was still cool that you knocked them out because it was smart. They could have all been high-level spellcasters, and if you guys poked them, they could have just casted fireball. So it Which was still is a good we idea. Were afraid of. Uh, yeah. But they were very engrossed in their task, and it was mo- more supposed to be a cinematic scene of you guys uh, freeing the crystal more than a combat scene. Okay. Cool. So my cool shit I did was for nothing. I hate. <laughs> I, I, I. This is why you don't ask the DM these questions is because you just you want you want to tell your own narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Leave the veil uh, up. If you pull it down, only disappointment lies behind. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, my kind of like my underwear. Oh. I <laughs> <Huh>, figure. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, my favorite scene from the trilogy. Uh, I think it has to be. Oh my god. They're not. They're not okay. They do not. <laughs> This man's man said his underwear. My God, son. Well, when you pull down the veil, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Just, what, a, what a self-dunk. <laughs> yep. uh, it's a self-roast. Those are rare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. So, uh, my, my favorite moment is probably... Uh, it, it's a bit of a two-parter, but it's the same scene. Where uh, we, yeah, well, I got, I, I got to mention the other part too because that was really fun. Uh, but so w- when we were in there fighting Hank uh, and we well, had passed without a trace, we all hid. And then we were talking about what to do. It's something that I really appreciate that Keith does. I appreciate when any DM does it because in my opinion, they let players get away with it too much where you're in the middle of a dangerous <laughs> scene and you were, st- and then you spend 10 minutes discussing strategy. And it's like, no, you have to act or yeah. shit's gonna get real. Uh, so, like, the fact that, like, we were h- hiding in the bushes trying to figure out what to do. And then Keith was like, 
all right, well, he's about to coup de gras these dead people, not unconscious people on the ground. So like that, him, him using that and being like, okay, you have to act. It lit Uh, the fire under us. Yeah, it was a really good like call to action. Uh, And it was also, I, it was just, it was a really cool scene of showing, showing Hank's strength. Uh, in that, like, he's under this crazy spell that is controlling him. But, like, even in that moment, he was still, like, I, I, this is the line that I can't cross. Like, it doesn't matter what's happening internally. I can't do this. Uh, but then the the other one that is a, a, a big favorite, but uh, I don't know if anybody caught it originally. If you remember, when we got out of the encounter with Hank, how we got out of that Ill- illusory space was by using <laughs> Hank's halberd yep. to get through the wall. Be quiet. You're not allowed to bring this point up. <laughs> and Keith brought up to us afterwards, uh, we had the halberd the whole time because because Carl took it from him. And at one point, right after I got it, I said out loud as Carl, I charged through the wall. Yep. Oh, yeah. And Keith told us later that he was like, oh shit, they're just going to walk right through this encounter because they have the thing. Because he was like, you were never supposed to be able to get that. Uh, and so we almost did it. And then right after I said it, somebody else said something about like hiding or like that he was going to attack me or something. And I was like, oh yeah, shit, I need to hide. Yep. And so we, and then we never addressed it again. And then at the end of the encounter, after we, after I've gone down already one time, <laughs> he's like, here, take my halberd to get through the wall. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, man. Wait, we had that. I, uh, it, it, I, I was self-conscious about it enough that I asked like four different people who I know that listen, did you guys catch anything that you were like, man, you guys are idiots? Because I sure felt like an idiot afterwards. I have like eight moments where we could have done something really cool and we were just dumb. No. <laughs> Although it was super fun just... Every time Keith was like, he attacks you with the halberds, like he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. No, yeah, that, that was hilarious. That was so that frustrating. Was <laughs> I, I, it, I had to like recount what I did because yep. I kept like I rolled it as he had the halberd, and they're like, "Wait, did you use the halberd?" And they're like, "God, yeah, I did." And I had to He's like, "Shit." It. It, was, oh. it, it was wild though to, to say how much more damage would have happened. Like, I, I can't yeah. even imagine. For, for the record, Andrew hit a. I think it was a 26 or a 27 to disarm him. Yeah. And yeah. I I had I had it set at probably about 25 or 26. Yeah. Golly. And I did it twice. Yeah, you did. I forgot you because why not? What do you do you I know you make these characters kind of on your own, but do you have challenge ratings for them? Uh not specifically. I look up challenge ratings. Uh, of monsters, and then I base their stats based on the challenge ratings that I see. Do you have a monster that you base this one off of, or is that confidential information? Uh, no, this is like a level... I, I didn't make him 11 because that would have given him a triple attack, and oh my. I, you couldn't have handled oh, him. <laughs> but, Absolutely not. Uh, I we lo- would have been fine. So no, he's kind of a... He's a combination of a fighter and a warlock. Gotcha. Also, uh, side note, imagine going down in this campaign. Couldn't be me. Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you said you we would have been so fine long. as someone who never got hit. Yeah, I yeah. never, yeah, it was awesome. I think I took like collective probably like 20 damage yeah. through 19 episodes. Uh, you just also had the worst rolls. 
Yeah. I, I was going to say, too, the one time that you did take significant damage, you would not stop bitching about how I didn't take it for you. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You mean how you were just a coward and let me get bit by that like spider? The one time. I have one more favorite moment of the trilogy, and that's the fact that in that final battle with Hank, Chase, how many how many hits did you actually oh, do? How many, how many, many, no, no, no. How many did Barry actually hit? He went Josh out of the picture. Okay, so of all the different attacks, only one landed, and that was the saving throw attack. I actually landed zero attack rolls in the entire fight with Hank. Wait, a saving throw attack? Yeah, it was one, it was like a spell where he has to roll a saving throw. That was the only attack that landed because the Keith rolled poorly in that instance. Every attack where I have to roll the BDAC, I missed. You also, when you casted Pass Without a Trace the first time, oh, it broke concentration. You broke it, it, you it broke, broke concentration immediately. <laughs> immediately. Oh, yeah. Because oh, I immediately. got hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, you, you landed some really important spells. You oh, healed man. me three times. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's crazy that he ended up being the healer. Like, Barry was the healer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah. Exclusively. Like, I, it wasn't... I, I took cure wounds and just always made it a little bit dirty because it was so much fun. It's, oh, it's, a, yeah. it's a touch range spell. Oh, gosh. So it's like Barry's going to lay down on this couch and touch himself. And I didn't know we were 1d8. I didn't know we were moving to least favorite parts already. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that and I was okay with forgetting about it. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to carry the torch over in season two with. The character. No, 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 no. (laughs) Uh, Do do we want to do favorites of the whole series? No, I didn't actually like this. I didn't like this. (laughs) No, this was this This was bad. Let's move on. No, I know. I'm joking. Favorite cereals. Favorite (laughs) cereals. Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. That is a good one. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. No milk though. Mm. Bold. (laughs) Strawberry Cheerios over here. Okay, strawberry Cheerios. Are are they? Are those frosted? Frosted. No. Okay. Do Co- they just have strawberries in them? Uh, they have like real flavored, strawberries, and they're like strawberry flavored Cheerios. Yeah. Okay. But they're co- pretty good. Cocoa Pebbles is the right answer. No milk uh, or no milk. Obviously, milk. You got to drink it afterwards with all the chocolate. Raise your hand if you don't use milk. Okay. I mean, I'll eat some me. Fruit Loops, no milk, oh, but it's not like my bad. favorite. Yeah. yeah. It, that, that, that's well, you, it's, it's close though. It's close. <laughs> Cereal without like, milk how, should be a crime. You started how, okay, this. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hello. I, I have one more question. Okay. okay how, go for it. How old were you guys when you discovered that all of the Fruit Loops tasted the same? It's been in my adult life. I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't discovered that yet. I, Wait. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> They're all one flavor. They're all we're, one flavor. Well, now that you say it, it makes sense, but yeah. it still can't be true. It's yeah. not. We're going to do a blind taste test soon. Yeah, okay, how do you spell Fruit Loops? <laughs> this is completely off topic. Oh my like, God. How do you spell it? Is it two O's? Yep, it's yep. two O's. Yeah, it is. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Loops okay, okay, okay. Two I did not know that. Okay, okay, okay. Andrew's question. Next question. <laughs> I think everyone had their trilogy <laughs> moment. Uh, of the entire season one, what was your favorite moment? I would very much like to go first. Yeah, uh, maybe. Sam Allen. There's only, there's literally only one right answer for this question, and it's the battle with the frog. 
<laughs> that was that was such a dumb thing that, that was, was really good. It, it was, was awesome. so fun. fucking cool. So fun. It was the best moment. I had to, It was also so far removed <sighs> from the rest of everything that happened. Yeah. And like, the, it was, music, the, 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 the music. I forgot about the music. That was one of my killed the music, Alex. Okay, Sam, you started it off strong. Yeah. That was a good one. Because you got eight, didn't you, Andrew? Yeah. You got eight and had I, to climb that, your way out. We that got was, eight. Both yeah. y'all right, got It started eight. out with me getting eaten. I forgot. And then you did the ring thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. And Barry that, couldn't hit a shot. Nope. <laughs> 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 the, the, there's a There's a trend I'm seeing pop up a pattern. Barry, not cool under pressure. Nope. Uh, well, I will go next because my favorite moment came, I think, the episode after the frog. And that's Click's jackass moment. Oh, God. Oh, God. oh, yeah. Oh, it's like, okay, I that have these cool-ass wings. This feature I haven't used yet. I can literally fly to the balcony and drop a ladder or something. And then I start to take off. And then suddenly it's just, I'm going to misty step on his back and fuck everything up. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> in, in, a, in a good way. Yeah. And we crashed through a window, alerting the entire house to our presence. And it was fun. But I do have a runner-up. Okay, yeah, I got runner up. Which that that was probably my favorite, just funny wise. It's one of my favorite audiograms, just because you do the hi, my name's Clickbait. Welcome to Jackass. Brown ow, ow. <laughs> it was just so <laughs> hilarious. It gets me every time. My if your runner, runner up steals mine. I'm gonna scream. <laughs> it, wait, is it the uh, you, me, and other guy? No, no, no. Uh, okay, take okay. it. Take it. Okay, then yeah, my runner up is <laughs> a serious moment. It's just Carl Barry and Corgan's cry fest on the battlements. <laughs> that yeah. was sweet. Bro. Oh, yeah, I love nice. that. Yeah, that, that was, was a very so wholesome good. moment. Like, I love that. Just okay, these three strong guys who are trying to keep it together to save their city. Everybody needs to break down and cry sometimes. No matter how big and strong you are, sometimes you just need a good fucking cry. Mm. Very uh, good. I've got two. I've got a not serious one and a serious one, like you, Chase. My not serious one is one that I think about probably once a week. And that's our running gag of rope ladders. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Uh, but, it's, but just way to blue ball the audience though. Because again, yes. something they will never hear. That's yep. one of my favorite parts about it is that I, I messed up. I didn't record it. It does not exist. <laughs> you, It's not like we're blue balling them. We just don't have it. It doesn't yeah. exist. But that's the funniest. It we have it. We have it in our brain. We have it yeah. in our brain. It honestly was probably the fun. Like personally, as, as far as like I found it funny, it was what the funniest moment of the, <laughs> and, and so the, the thing is is that the audience i'm so sorry guys y'all y'all will respect it but you'll never understand yeah. it like i'm so sorry but my serious <laughs> is this is pointed more towards keith and giving situs the opportunity to have two different types of relationships and i'm sorry barry maybe three but we had a more our, our characters have more of a workplace acquaintance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. It, it was. I mean, it, it really was. was. <laughs> they, but the relationship between Carl and Sidus was so sweet. It was so awesome. It was. And we, we developed that and we kept that the entire season. But my favorite one was ours. Yeah. And, and I'm pointing at you, Sam, with, with Click and Sidus and that initial... You're spying on yeah. me. You're supposed to be my enemy. There was a good arc to yes. it. Like a little and distrust that, to friendship. And I thought that that was, it was really cool to see that and that not necessarily be our intentions from the get-go. Yeah. But by the end of it, I, I would say that my favorite companion was was Click. 
because even though he almost got you murdered, it was fun though. Okay. Well, I was having fun. How did I almost get him? You murdered? told him not to attack. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's that's right. Right. Stalker <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah, I did do that. That's my bad. <laughs> wait, I wait, say, pardon I me, the Iris Stalker. <laughs> Literally the opposite of what it is. So many of our funniest moments were just roasting sales. Yes. Yep. That's, what I, that's what I'm here for. It makes it easy. Which, speaking of roasting sales, I'm going to pull up the crit counter while oh, somebody, oh, else, while somebody else shares Perfect their favorite. Timing. Yeah, well, while you do that, I'll say my favorite moment, I, I think it's got to be the favorite moment of the whole campaign where I was just jaw-dropped, like, Huh. All in all of the moment uh, was uh, Keith's uh, monologue when the book came to life. Yeah, that's on Ooh. my that's on my top three favorite moments. It was yeah, that was Aww. just yeah, like that like like literally just like fully caught up in in in, in the story, like just enraptured. Like oh my god, this is amazing. Like I I felt like I was in a theater watching something on the big screen. It was so cinematic. It was done so, so well. It was so compelling. It was amazing. It was at the right moment, too, yeah. because we were losing. Yeah. And it it, it it did not come across solely as we need to save them kind of situation. Yeah. It had a cinematic story reason to it. It was... And then my favorite relationship is the one with the book and how we left that. Yeah. So it was yeah. it was awesome. He, 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 and he's so great at the the... the mystery of it all and everything because i'm i'm bad about over explaining things mm. and it's it's just it's so fun to have that kind of thing thrown out there and then he just left it and it wasn't it wasn't like okay this is what the story is about or anything it was just here's this really fucking cool thing and then we just don't really talk about it much after that we just move on <laughs> did you have that planned or was that in the moment uh, that was planned that's awesome that's so cool i can't wait to uncover the mystery whenever we come back to the mist yeah your book is sentient now because you guys will be level six. Oh, we will? That's jackpot. Hey, Chase, forget. Forget, <laughs> forget, <laughs> season, two. forget uh, season two. He just wants a sentient book. You got to hold out for that one. <laughs> oh, It'll be a while. Gosh, no. That's that's actually Alex's new new character is just the book. Just the just book. Sidus <laughs> is now an NPC. Sidus <laughs> is the familiar. I guess I can do a favorite moment. You have right. to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, do you have one for the trilogy? Do I have one for the trilogy? I think the entire scene, the battle scene went so well because of uh, you guys' innovations with what you wanted to do. I think that was by far my favorite. I, I also liked uh, collabing and making a kind of prologue, which I love when stories have prologues. Uh, so that was really fun to be able to create those with you guys so we can have a little bit of a closure in the interim. Uh, and I'd say my favorite moment was working with Alex to make the uh, initial Isla Stalker encounter. Oh, yeah. Because Alex didn't know what I was doing to him, but he was like, man, I really want to, like, Sidus to awaken into a sorcerer and use spells, and, like, I, I really want you to, like, help help me make a moment for Sidus to, like, join combat because he had never he had never done that yeah before. and i was like yeah. okay buddy i can do that <laughs> up until then he had literally just been hiding in the corner <laughs> i had been casting invisibility yeah i had not cast a combat spell and then it was a nat 20 and then it was like mm. yeah it was so good it was the right element it was just everything came together yeah on top of his bodyguard was far away we didn't plan None any of, of that yeah. all i told keith was put me in a bad situation to where i have to i have no other choice 
And then the dice told the yeah. story. And it worked so well. It yeah. was like, it, it was it was perfect storytelling and it wasn't planned uh, other than like me coming up with the monster to attack him. It was, it was amazing. Before we move on to the crit counter. Yeah. 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 You our, got the crit counter. Our luckiest and unluckiest. So we're going to start with the boring ones. Andrew, you had, at least since I was tracking, as long as I didn't uh -huh. miss any, but starting in episode four is when I started tracking this five net ones and nine net twenties. Okay. So good ratio. It's not bad. I was gonna say the man with the advantage on his all uh, of his yeah, attack that rolls. Is true. I have advantage on all oh, attack yeah. rolls. So no, that must be nice. Oh yeah, very nice. But for me, I had two net ones and eight net twenties. Oh, Jesus. oh okay. Get the, the, Good job, Chase. How the fuck could you not hit anything, Chase? That's I don't know. Like uh, four no. to one ratio. Come all, on. All the net twenties like came early. They were like skill uh, checks. Yeah, that's that's not the man who we remember is missing everything. Yeah. It was mostly <laughs> skill checks. Now, our luckiest was Alex. Oh, my God. Three nat ones, 13 nat 20s. What? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know. Actually, there was that one night I rolled four in a row. It was you insane. remember that? It's, yeah. It, you're the luckiest roll I've ever seen. I love it. Because you said something I about it. I I Because, like, like, when it started happening, I was like, what do you got over there? And, and I, was, I started rolling them. Do it. Yeah. I mean, I was just rolling them. But you said something that, like, most of my rolls actually hit. Yeah, like, no, and I went he, back he, and paid he, attention. That's what's to crazy yeah. is like you you were the luckiest with nat twenties, but not counting that. Just in general, as far as high rolls, I didn't miss you were very often. By far above everyone else. I, it, these are some lucky dice, baby. Yeah. So who was the worst? Oh, we all know who was the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to tell us though. Yeah, it was Keith. Mm. Uh, so I, I'm not actually counting Keith just because as the DM you don't reveal all your rolls. Correct. I I. I Respect that. So yeah, Keith is left out of this, but I will say I have seven tracked name fuck ups from our benevolent DM. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> you lost that, my respect. That is yeah, so that <laughs> we is lost count. Such though. a massive undercount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be. Although most of them, there's definitely almost every single one of them has to do with Carl. So like six of them, it's either Carl being called Barry or. Hank being called Carl or Carl being called Hank. Oh, and that's wild. One where he called Bruce Barry that I have tracked. Uh, but for our unluckiest player, number mm -hmm. of drum rolls, please. Drum rolls, Chase, do a drum roll at home. I mean, it's Sam. Okay. We know oh, it's yeah, Sam. Yeah, but, <laughs> but the but number of nat 20s Samuel Allen has gotten has been six. Okay. The, okay. The, the number yeah. of nat ones. Is fourteen that I have tracked. Oh my god, <laughs> that's almost one per episode. Yep. In all <laughs> honesty, that's good. No, 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 no. That he's the luckiest person. Not another Nat one. Yeah, yeah. That's lame. I hate myself. We but, said he is the the show's namesake. No, yeah, yeah. I hate it because I didn't want this name. <laughs> What's funny is they're they're clustered. There are some episodes where I have it tracked that there are none. But in episode five, you had three nat ones. In seven, you had two. In eight, you had two. In nine, you had three. <laughs> episode episode what a 12, run. <laughs> episode twelve was a wash with one nat one and one nat twenty. Fifteen was a wash with two of each, and sixteen part two was a wash of one, with one of each. What about the third? He didn't get any in the three uh, in the trilogy. Yeah, no, we didn't roll much in the uh, in the finale. We episode. didn't. Yeah. What a what a run from like episode five to nine <laughs> yeah, from yours yeah. truly. <laughs> Twelve Matt ones, the world's most okayest spy. Yeah, yep. for season two with that tracker, we need to start doing uh, skill check or combat. Yeah, yeah that's that's, cool. that'd be yeah. a fun stat. That'd be fun. Yeah, so we'll have to keep track of that for sure. We'll we'll update the spreadsheet.
Was there anything else for you? I want to get to some listener questions. Do we have any questions for each other? Oh, I want to. I have a couple of questions. Yeah, let me let me start with uh, on the favorite moments parts. Is I wanted to hear your favorite moments from specific characters, and I was going to okay. say go across the table, uh, which Chase is not at the table currently. I'm not. So uh, Chase, you will be Sam and Alex, uh, but just list a, a favorite moment that has not been said. If you have one. Uh, for the person across the table from you, and if you can't, I'll I'll make one up. Wait, Keith, got, I'll just swap places with the with you since that's where I yes. actually sat to record. So I got I'll get Andrew, I guess. Yeah, and I'll get Sam. I got mine for Sam. And I get Chase. Okay, I yeah. already got it. All right, start okay. with start with Chase then. Okay, Chase move. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I thought he was going to pick you, no, dog. With, I thought he was too. <laughs> with, with my favorite Carl moment is super fucking easy because it's absolutely the moment where Barry confronted him about drinking and then Carl just like Andrew with the zinger. <laughs> so you would never give a, a child an alcoholic <laughs> beverage. It, I waited for that for so long. I don't even, so I don't good. even know if we fully planned that. It was just, I knew that you were going to get on to me about it. And I yeah. like, I knew what my reaction was like, going to be. All, all I said beforehand was I want a scene where Barry confronts Carl about giving Onizani an alcoholic drink. Yeah, that was the no, only like, that's right. And, thing, I, yeah. and I just, I knew exactly how to own you about it. Uh, <laughs> it turned out to be such a fun scene. And that zinger is like, no, of course not. And everybody yeah. except for Barry knows that, yeah, Carl's a child who Barry has given numerous booze drinks to. Yeah, no, that was fun. The, the, for Barry, my, my favorite one for Barry is tough because, so I, <laughs> the childlike joy that you had about your new toy, the Khmer, was very <laughs> funny. Uh, and it was just, it was, a little bit of a departure from character, but it was still on brand. It was just like, he's just like, it was just childlike. He just yeah. fully like lost all, uh, uh, the candor mm -hmm. and it was just like, Oh my God, I got an enjoy. It's like, Hey, director, <laughs> can I shoot something in here? Please, please, yeah, please, yeah. please, please. That was really fun. But, uh, you having your, uh, your family throughout, there was so many, it's hard to pick. Cause there were so many good mm -hmm. family moments of like, intimate moments with your sister and with your your mom and uh even like your friend your uh who's uh, who was Finn. Finn, Finn, yeah. yeah even with Finn so like there there was a lot of really just really nice like I don't know it just, it just felt like there's a lot of really sweet just like this is just a loving happy family and it's just so nice to see because that doesn't exist in the real world a runner-up for Carl is definitely his moment with Tiskew, and it's like a mother always knows. Like she immediately oh, that picks was up that you're a kid, but yeah, you come in for breakfast. Just the sweetest moment. Yeah, no, that yeah, I I I appreciated that a lot. That was that was one of my more favorite moments for myself was my interactions with her, uh, especially as someone who has an adopted mother already who has raised me for the past five years. It was like. Are you going to be my new adopted mom? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And also, uh, like Keith, just killing it, playing like Tiskew and Astrid and Finn, just really bringing these characters to life and like giving them personalities, having them have these meaningful interactions with us throughout the campaign. It When, when I like was writing the backstory and coming up with these characters, I'm like, hey, yeah, they'll be there some. And then Keith just knocked you out of the park and brought them to life. And now they're some of my favorite NPCs ever. Yeah, no, it, it, it's funny. My favorite moments of Barry are, include me because it's just me and Chase like <laughs> role playing together. Me and me being Josh, me being his family and friends. It's just like, oh, this is actually a lot of fun. 
Oh, yeah. as, as a translator for the listeners, what Keith just said is, my favorite part about Barry was Josh. Huh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. That was a, that's a given. Yeah, that was yeah, all of our clear. favorite parts. My favorite part about Barry is Josh. Yeah, Josh has not been talked near enough about. That tasted bad. What What did you just what like? You Whatever my pop screen is, is metal. Oh, my I was calling it metal. <laughs> I got a favorite moment for you. Okay. It was when you, Sam Allen, had mm-hmm. the incredible idea mm-hmm. of taking that filing cabinet into your room, <laughs> <That was good. laughs> placing it in there, completely usurping the need for any sort of espionage that needed to happen yeah. at that moment. Yep. We could just focus on getting out. Like we took the urgency out of the situation. Yeah. yeah. It, it was the it, place it, was falling apart. Like we could have got yeah. a file. Yeah. But but no, and it was it was Sam Allen in the moment thought tactically can i do this did it and it worked so well mm-hmm. it made the it made the espionage in the last half of the the whole season yeah to, we wouldn't have been able to do that and so yeah that it was such a small thing that in the moment it was really fun but then we turned it into camera in the cabinet god i love cammy yeah, baby cammy the, the cabinet and then you it opened up that opportunity of just asking questions to the cat it was it, it was, was a awesome. pivotal moment that I don't think this season would have gone the way that it did if we didn't have the information we did. I did not intend to essentially just use the ring as my own personal storage <laughs> device. It's like, a, it's like iCloud. Yeah. It's a bag of holding. Because I tried to do it... With people. With people, yeah. Like, I tried to trap Evil Hank in yeah. it. And you uh, escaped the frog guts by jumping into your yeah. ring. Oh, that was such a cool moment with trying to yeah. get Hank in the 30. You were yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, that was... I, I almost put that as my favorite moment. And then I was like, eh, it, it was fun. It didn't actually work. But, but it was still cool. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, my favorite Sidus moment that hasn't already been mentioned is... Uh, it's you and... Bearham Bruce's oh, yeah. relationship. Yes. Like that was sweet. I because I know for you, Alex, like that was probably also like a really it was sweet nice. moment. So that was really cool getting to kind of see you act out something that you in person would also really like to happen. And it it does. You know, yeah, I, I get that opportunity every once in a while to talk to old students out in the wild, but that's how you want it to go. You know, that that meaningful connection you not where you forget their names yeah not where you walk into my classroom (laughs) in front of 30 other people and i forgot your name but like you you did well for yourself and all of my students i know they're going they're succeeding right now if they've gone uh you know they're in college they're graduated college or students of mine that are getting into it like they're gonna succeed they're all great and they're all smart and willing and ready and able to do it all of them every single one of them wow yeah but it's really cool to see the what it sh- you want it to be. They were successful. They saved the world. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? if, if only Alex, like, that's awesome. If only Alex could just roll a history check on students to have a deity tell them their name that he's forgotten, though. Yeah, I wish that that could. <laughs> it, but it's not. Hey, I told you guys once. I'm gonna tell you again. If you're an old student of mine. I know who you are. I just don't know your name. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the Discord, I know who you are. Oh yeah. Uh, shout out to all, to all, Alex's all the former Discord. students. Yeah, all the Discord and all of Alex's former students. But praise my, Keith, Chase, praise business, Keith, Keith, oh. praise. Going back to Cammy the cabinet, I think either Alex or Andrew, y'all were telling me that one of your wives realized that I fucked up my question to Cammy the cabinet, and Keith could have just 
fucking sniped me and not yep. giving us an answer because instead of asking what are Joe's next plans, I ask, do you know what Joe's plans are? Keith could have just very easily said, yes, next question. <laughs> but thank you for being kind and knowing that we spent like five minutes formulating our questions and meticulously choosing them and my simple fuck up didn't ruin that. I it, yeah. it, it's, it's awesome the moment that we get a wish spell when Keith is the DM because that just proves he's going to let us do whatever we want. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm never letting you get to uh, ninth level spell slots. That's the key. Uh, no, that's not true. It was fun too that when uh, clicks when he had to pick up the cabinet, uh, <laughs> it was what before his transformation. Cool. So he was still pretty small, yeah. and so Keith was like trying to envision how this would work, and he said, "So click bear hugs the cabinet and gets it like half an inch off the ground." <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine like a vein popping out of his forehead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chase is coughing, by the way, guys. That boy coughing. Yeah, I I made a stressful noise on my throat forgetting I currently have COVID, even if it's not super bad. Yeah, Yeah. cough just couldn't be avoided. Chase, COVID looks good on you. Oh, thanks, buddy. That's a a crazy thing. I I shouldn't have licked all those doorknobs while I was out and about, but you know what? I'm going to live my fucking life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully not. We don't condone licking doorknobs here. (laughs) Yeah, don't. That was a joke. I don't know uh, what to do now. Y'all want to do some uh, listener questions? I guess. Yes, we can, uh, baby. How many up? do we have? Like a whole 27? 26. 26. So there are 26 user questions from the trilogy. You guys are awesome. If you're in the Discord, shout out. Like It's not just from the trilogy. It's not they're from the entire season as a whole. That's yeah. even better. Oh, my gosh. They did great. Look at all these beautiful questions. Uh, they're so do we just... Okay, so we're going round robin. Alphabetical order. We got a cute little spreadsheet here with everybody's names in the questions, but I think that the alphabetical order is me first, right, guys? That is yep. correct. Okay. Okay. So first question, shout out Jay Lee from the Discord. Shout out, Jay shout, Lee. Out, shout out, shout oh, out, shout yeah. out, shout out. Did Carl and Barry seriously just give up looking for Joe's kids because they've never found out about that? Hey, Jay Lee, why don't you get out of my business? That's a, that's a brutal <laughs> yeah. question. Get yeah, all yeah. the way uh, off my back. Get so, all I, way off my back. So I actually know Jay Lee and got this question in a text first. I said, no, put that in the Discord now. But, but So I've had some time to think about this. And essentially, my thought was we had we had bigger fish to fry. Like, yeah. It's unfortunate that the kids were missing and we never figured out about that. But also we had the house falling in on us, attacking us in a city to save. So what what kind of I kind of figure is when we come back to this, we can have like maybe a little montage cutscene where maybe Carl and Barry try now that the city is safe again, try and like look into that further and figure it out. And then maybe we can find out the truth. This whole time I've been very confused. After I asked the question, I was like, what in the world is this question? I forgot. We never found out. Y'all we never, never found yeah. out. Yeah. It was only Sidus and Click yeah. that found yep. out. And you we never shared that us. with y'all. Yeah, because yeah, we talked and said we wouldn't talk about it with them because no. we had bigger shit to do. <sighs> A little bit of the reason it never came up is I kind of forgot that we were supposed to like look into that. And we're making that podcast. We, we also want to keep the story interesting and moving forward and we could have gotten off on a two, three episode mini series, like mini arc of trying to figure that out and only come to find out that, oh, we killed them. But yeah, I, I think it's a great question. It, it, it is a little is. bit of we're D&D players, not story, like not professional audiobook readers. So sometimes stuff flipped, slips through the cracks. And that's, yeah, but, I, but 
It's a good question. Yeah, and I, I'll say as as for Carl, uh, th- there's two parts here. The nice tidy bow one is like I almost called Chase Barry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like Chase said, we did we had a lot bigger stuff going on than two kids. There are children missing all over this city. These children are not special. Yeah, like but we had a whole city of people to save. We couldn't waste time chasing down these two kids. And and also we had we had run down the one hint that we had of how to find them, which was those necklaces, and he had them. So like yeah. we had no trail to follow. That's the tidy answer. The more accurate answer is, unfortunately, this is where things bleed through from player to character, uh, because Andrew and Chase knew the kids were dead, and. So it it just kind of inherently became less of a priority for our characters because even though our characters didn't know it, we knew it. And it's, it's it's that weird thing of like it's really hard to fully separate player knowledge with character knowledge sometimes, mm-hmm. especially when there's a lot going on like this. I, I wish now that – because it, it would be very easy if we had even just role-played a little bit where That's y'all were asking the say. question. Yeah. It's like – why like y'all saying we got to go back we got to go back like those kids are in that rubble and then we could just be like look i'm sorry like we killed them but we never did that or just lie and be like well they're dead we found like we saw the bodies so like like, protect their feelings fairly reasonable to assume that okay joe is still alive he's obviously Mm -hmm. got these plans it's very plausible that these necklaces are either malfunctioning or he they're tied to him instead and the kids have been like taken somewhere else and hidden yeah. away. That's yeah. true. But if, if he, Joe escaped. Well, and he said he lost them. So yeah. like yes. for, for on my end, even if I had known that we had killed him, it was kind of like, well, if he doesn't know where they are, how the hell am I supposed to find mm. them? I did forget like we, he did say like, oh yeah, they were sick. I tried to save and we lost them. There's also a very real like assumption could be made. We just thought they died of natural causes. Yeah. Because they were sick. Yeah. But it, it, it And as far as not role-playing it more right after the fact, I personally was so consumed with how am I supposed to deal with this in character if you guys do tell me, if I do find Mm -hmm. out that I killed them. That, like, that's all that was consuming my brain in that next episode. So I didn't even think about, like, the other option of, oh, okay, I think they're still alive. I was so set on, like, I'm going to find out, and I don't know how the fuck Carl is going to react. Mm. I will say that that whole interaction led to one of the my favorite quotes that I've, I've had quoted back to me a couple times from people I know who listen, which is, we here at Nano believe that child murder is not bussing. Not bussing. <laughs> Straight one. up, not bussing. Not bussing. Not bussing, not, not, bussin, not, not lit. Yeah, the the best catchphrase of of the entire one though of the entire season was, "Fuck it, we ball." Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what we do endorse here at Nano. Fuck Absolutely. it, we ball. Which Sam, you got mad that somebody else did the sneaky little snake when you introduced it to the group. I will yeah. say you you brought out "fuck it, we ball" after I had reintroduced it in the mini series. You brought it into the he main did. series without letting <laughs> me. That's true. Because I remember you, like yeah. the moment I. Th- thought about it. I was listening to the new Silk Sonic album and there's a line in 777 where Bruno Mars goes fuck it we ballin'. And I was like oh yeah I want to bring that into the podcast. <laughs> but we were in the miniseries at that point. 
Which y- y'all haven't heard yet. Yeah, because nah, it, no. it doesn't exist. It, and Chase is just trying to throw <laughs> false guys, blame on do me. Be exist, guys. We have twenty-seven questions. To oh, get through. Yeah. we've only Andrew, Andrew, one. Uh, Andrew, it's your turn. I will say I love the Jaylee questions that are listed. So yeah. shout anywho. out Jaylee. Well, let's see if let's see how we feel about this next one. It is from Gongerbird. Shout out Gonger. Will we ever find out what Sidus learned? I can't. I can't do it. That Sidus is wrong. Dog. Uh, <laughs> come on, Gonger. I, <laughs> we've said his name so many times. Other people have t- typed it. It is S I D A S. The way that he spelled it, it was, is cooler though. It is C Y T U S. It's it's much more like steampunk fantasy version of spelling. I'm gonna See, defend, uh, I want to defend Gonger Brood here because I Sam Allen did not know how Sidus was spelled until that's that's literally, fault, I think so. literally in like one of the first episodes we did we had a discussion like in one of the first small talks about how to spell it. Yeah. But anyways, uh, <laughs> sorry Gonger Brood. Will we ever find out what Sidus learned from the book at the time? Click asked him about during the post credit scene. Like the okay, okay. Yeah, do you understand? Yes, that's okay. a that's a fun question. We were asking about that post credit scene, guys. If y'all didn't listen to it at the end of there's a post credit scene episode sixteen part three. There's like a two minute little and it's not just us fucking around this time. It is not, and I don't <laughs> want to go too deep into it because I want y'all to like y'all better y'all better go back and listen it's to important. that. It's an important thing. Gonger, yes, we will learn about it, but we'll have to tune into the next season of The Mist to find that one mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I think okay, that's so. actually another question that asks the same thing in here. That actually makes me feel really good that you guys are listening to the end yeah. credits. Yeah. Like, I usually either will po- uh, put yeah. a blooper or something like that in there, but at the end of uh, episode 16, part three, it's a it's a little scene between Click and Sidus. Yeah, d- j- yeah. another Jaylee question. My Lower on down here. Yeah. Uh, she said, what did Finus Sidus find out? I can't tell y'all just yet. Partially because I don't know. Partially well, because... Right. <laughs> yeah, the answer yeah. is we don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Then I'm going to skip that question. So still <laughs> that thank was you, literally the next question. Yeah, I, I, I didn't take the time to go through and make sure there were not too many duplicates, I just assume. But uh, God Why the through. F- not, Chase? I have fucking COVID, Alex. Sorry. <laughs> wow, what a oh. lame excuse. I know, right? I'm, I'm the fucking worst. <laughs> Uh, but from Gonger Brood, this one is specific for Alex. Will the Nano SoundCloud cloud see an update anytime soon? No. Come on, Alex. No. Got his face, his I'm going to plead the face. fifth. I'm going to plead the fifth. No, no explain yes. yourself. Uh, no, stop asking about it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> let, me, let, me find a good, let me find a good excuse. Let me find a good excuse. Uh, Do you have COVID? Oh, he has COVID. Uh, I have... Uh, I, I'm just lazy. I ADHD. haven't done it yet. Yeah, crippling ADHD. <laughs> that is it. I sit down a great excuse. to make the SoundCloud better, and then I end up watching a video on YouTube, and I will make a promise that at some point after this small talk comes out, <laughs> the SoundCloud will be completely updated. No, I, it, Gronger Brew brings up a good point. I need to update that with all the music from season one. That's going to be up there here before season two drops because I want to make a new playlist because there's been some bangers that hey, when, Chase when and I have already two dropping? When season March two dropping? March 1st. March 1st. March 1st. I don't know. That's coming up, but... Good, good question, Gonger. I promise, Big Dog, it'll be there. You asked me that when I saw you in person last, and I feel bad about it. Damn, and he gave you the same answer. See, that's that's yeah, another Gonger breed. I want to know how many we got. He is who, a, he who is has the lot. most questions in this list? I think probably Gonger. I think Gonger's shout out. Either I think it's him. I was about to say maybe the narrator, but I think Gonger still edges them out. Solid Hearts got a couple bangers. Yep, yep. <laughs> still wrong. Who who goes next? Keith. Alphabet. Oh, Keith. 
Wait. Keith. Hey, do you when you guys think of the alphabet, do you have to like if somebody says you, have to you sing put it. yeah, exactly. you have to sing yeah. it in your brain if you got to go to L? Depends on how close the characters are together. What? For these I don't. No, like I mean what? Sometimes. I had to I had to do the alphabet Rarely. for mine. I was like A B C D E F G H I J K L. Okay, if, if I go I'm, first. If I'm doing like filing, where it's like uh, where I'm like you know, okay, I'm on the second letter of this person's name, and I gotta like go through. Then I then then I might. But if it's just stuff like this, I I, I kind of inherently know it enough. We for, love for filing here at Nano. All right, Spoodle Noodle. What? Spoodle Noodle. Spoodle Noodle. It's Spoodle. Spoodle Canoodle asks, some respect on Spoodle Canoodle. Uh, <laughs> if your characters could switch one stat with one of the other members in your party, which one could it be with who and why? Uh, I'll go first. Click, uh, click. Also, you take that stat from that person. So they don't have it anymore. Oh, that makes it even worse. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, I'm sorry, Spoodle. I don't care. So I'm hard. Be selfish. Okay, Click, go for it. Click's taking Carl's strength. <laughs> <laughs> so you're giving him like the nine? No, I mine's a twelve. Okay, it's yeah, 12 after now. my That's after fine. my growth spurt, you're a you're a fucking warlock. What are you gonna do with it? A bunch of people. Yeah, man, <laughs> a bunch of people. Uh, I'm taking. What was your con, uh, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not Barry. Uh, Carl. Uh, I want to say it was probably not much different than yours. Okay, hold on. Sixteen and sixteen, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah that's about, that was about, was about sixteen. What were your stats? But it was strength and dex and con were my, were my highest. What was your dex? Uh, twelve or fourteen? No. Crap, y'all are all What's my... your dex? What's your dex? Click. Twelve or fourteen? I, he never even looked at <laughs> his character sheet in the real. My, my dex is sixteen. I'm taking your dex. I think mine was only twelve. <laughs> I definitely look at my character sheet for the actual podcast. And why am I taking it? Because now it's turned into a war, and we're just being <laughs> selfish. We're yeah. just making awful characters now. That's someone, I'm surprised someone should take my charisma. Or no, my, that, that's dude, mine. I had, that's I had mine. twenty intelligence. Is, yeah. Sam Barry's would be to take your charisma because yeah. he doesn't need it for you know effectiveness in combat or anything. But he has an eight, which is minus one, and he just really like. He he can make friends, but he can't convince people to do anything. And I think he just wants to be able to. Uh, he just wants to boss people I, I around. That we have, no, no, we have he wants drink warlock and a he, charisma ranger no, now in Barry, our party. Barry wants to really up his like trash talk and chirping game at Finn on the field, and thinks that oh, higher charisma would help. Say no more. I'll volunteer that for you, buddy. Also, my dex was twelve, Alex. Hey, I'm taking his. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna really board game this shit. Uh, steal back my strength from Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. That's everything is about everything in the vacuum. No one ever said this rule. That's there was rules. I am right now. Okay. Everything in the vacuum because that doesn't give us a real answer. Come uh, on, Andrew. I mean, I don't want to take it from anyone, but coward. I, Do I, it. Carl doesn't like that he's dumb. He would want side as his intelligence. There we go. Yeah, you'd there be a go. Oh, oh, that's actually like a clean exchange of stats. We yeah. have the intelligence barbarian with no strength. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> Not no strength. Low strength. He's, the, he's got he's some strength. 12, I guess. It's yeah. 12. The charismatic uh, ranger, ranger with no decks. No dex. <laughs> <laughs> and then the wizard with no intelligence. The dexterous wizard with no intelligence. And the warlock I I with 12. No, the warlock the strong with warlock. no charisma. Yep. <laughs> bad, yeah, because yours is negative, isn't it, Chase? Yeah, my charisma was eight, so that's minus oh, eight. Oh, <laughs> my God. That would be so We need fun. to play this. Thank you, Canoodle, for ruining our party. <laughs> Sam, baby, it's your turn. Oh, it's my turn? All right. 
Um, mine is also one from the goat, Spoodle Canoodle. <laughs> yeah, that's what Spoodle. If all four characters won a battle royale, all out freestyle fight, who would come out on top? Say it again one more time. If all four characters were in a battle royale, all out freestyle fight, who would come out on top? I have a cool idea on he, how we can do this. We can point. He Uh-oh. what? Spoodle Canoodle okay. is betting on Sidus. So we're we're voting. Uh, that's that's it's a it's a wild choice. I was gonna say three, two, one. Point at who you think it is, and then we'll all argue about it because I I know is, there's is, this, no a, is this a is this a mosh pit like five v five? No, so it's or like four, a tournament. It's a tournament, and it's literally just it's Fortnite. Okay, yeah, but with we're just all dropping the four in characters. a different location, looting up, and yeah. then meeting in the in the in the circle out of the storm. Yep. All right, I'm I'm good. Okay. Three, right. Hold two. On. I want. Okay. I need to think about it. Okay. Okay. Let Sam think about it. Okay. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Okay. This oh is my what, god! <laughs> is Chase, Chase pointing at me. Chase is just it's, pointing. It's just Three, Chase pointing at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm pointing at Carl. Th- yeah. Four people right. are pointing Carl. at Barry. Yeah. Or there's Carl. only one right answer yeah. here. Barbarians are literally that class is designed to win fights. Yeah. I could if it was a true battle royale, I would give it to Barry because he would literally snipe people from uh, yeah, three hundred meters. Yeah, but that's that's if, if he, he could, could hit, hit anything. Uh, damn that's it! True. God damn it! I just <laughs> you should have said it in unison. Yeah, we all said it because we were all saying it. I was gonna say, Keith, have you listened to the show? <laughs> <laughs> I have, and I don't know why you're pointing at yourself. Yeah, uh, that's saying mm. we know it's not click because six, what fourteen at once? Yeah, it can't be you. Uh, can't be you. <laughs> Why me, though? I'm trying to figure out why they thought it would be me. Wizards are very good, especially yeah. in single combat, because their wizards get weaker as more combats occur. And because this, in theory, is a single combat, wizards would have a high chance of being good combatants. I, was just, I feel like you need the a lot more specific scenario, because, like, yeah, if it's going to be a brawl, Carl obviously wins. If there's, like, little hidey spots to snipe... Maybe it's barrier uh, or click who can shoot out arrows and magic missiles or uh, eldritch blast. If if like we can sneak up on somebody and fuck with their mind or do a lot of saving throw spells, maybe Sidus pulls it out. But it it def it. I feel like I kind of imagine it as yeah. like a bar fight breaks out and I was, then I was seeing, then Carl's Carl probably on top. I was thinking yeah. like Hunger Games. See, I, I now picture yeah. that, but I was thinking Smash Brothers. Like that's mm-hmm. where I, that's where my brain. If it's seven, it's, it's definitely it's, Carl. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just I, I'm not saying it's because it's my character. It, yeah. Any time that you were saying you're going into battle against this person, a barbarian is just so stupid hard to beat. Because like, yeah, yeah, spellcasters have super powerful spells. Barbarians half all damage. Yeah. So yeah. like, I just have to get to you. And especially at the level where you have like uh, uh, multi attack, yeah. like if I get to and you, that hammer, you're, you're done in two rounds. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe I, even I, one. unless I'm rolling really bad. Yep. So I just like, yeah, especially with the hammer, like it's just it is really hard to beat a barbarian. I, I, I in in the campaign where I played Hank, Hank is a badass <laughs> warrior dude. And we have. But he's a we, fighter, so he goes down all the yes. time. Well, well, it's also I'm a, I'm a fighter, and we have a barbarian uh. in the in the party, and like my character should be who's doing all the damage, but it's not because barbarians are just broken. Well, I think that brings us back around to Alex. Round robin to the Alex me. Okay, this one's coming from my boy Flamed. Shout out Flamed. Flamed. I think you skipped mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I did on purpose because okay. I like this one. I'm going to go back to it. I got my 
own, dude, I got my own way of doing it. Okay. So flame, flam, bro. I talked to you in person very recently, and I still don't know how to pronounce your Discord. It's flammed. Name. It's two, I, double M is always. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah. That's what I thought. I thought I was right. It's pronounced uh, spoodle canoodle. It is not. <laughs> it's pronounced flamed. Flammed. 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 Okay. <laughs> Are each of you happy with how you've been able to develop your characters over the campaign? I'll ask it again. Are each of you happy with how you've been able to develop your characters over the campaign? I'll, I'll start just so to give you guys some time to think about it. I One of my favorite moments that I held off because I knew this question was the development of Sidus. And we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the episode, so I don't want to get into too much detail. But Keith, you giving me the opportunity to not only present at the table a wild card with this book in just this loose end that maybe we find out, maybe we don't. I loved that mystery. I loved you giving Sidus the opportunity to become a warrior. He never thought he'd do that. But my favorite part of the character development was episode one to episode 16, part three. Mm -hmm. And to answer your question, Flamed, Flammed? Flammed. Flammed. <laughs> Flammed. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. Uh, to answer your question, yes, because that showed the progression I wanted from a timid professor, tiny little hobbit, to somebody who knows what they want and does not care what anybody else says because he, he, he knows what his next mission is. He knows what his next step is. So, yes, I'm very thankful and very happy for the development that Sidus went through. I'm just gonna stick with a simple yes on this one because there is <laughs> there is a question lower down that is similar to this that we'll get to in a little bit. So that I'll elaborate then. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick with yes. I am happy Perfect. with with overall how it turned out. What was that? What was I'm sorry. What was the other question? The other question that was similar. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's actually another slammed question. Uh. It was. Uh, did you, were there any points where your character started going in a direction you didn't like? Let's uh, since can we merge both, that? Yeah, since it's both yeah. the yeah. lamb question, let's okay. let's merge yeah. them. Yeah, I think yeah. the second one's literally a follow up to the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, there and there's actually is a follow up to that one, which is, uh, if they did go off track, did you try to course correct, or were you okay with what happened? Okay. So just to be just to be clear on the whole question. Are you happy with the character development? Was yeah. there something you didn't like that happened? And then how did you recorrect it? Did you recorrect it? So Sam, do you, you or Andrew, since you wanted, we're going to elaborate. You want to elaborate now? Sure. So I, I, I did not, no, none of us knew fully what, what direction Keith was going with the campaign when we started. Uh, we did not know it was going to be an apocalyptic style campaign. Um, we knew that like there was going to be a battle and some bad stuff was going to happen, but we had no idea the scale. Uh, so I made Carl this like sweet kid, and I I, I thought that there was going to be a lot a lot more like the fighting and the killing was going to be a struggle for him. And then I did kind of look out with I didn't have to deal with the kid stuff. Yeah. Uh, but other than that. Most of our encounters were with just like beasts and stuff to where I didn't have to have the like, it kind of eased me into mm. my adventuring lifestyle of like having to, you know, kill and battle and these things. And even like the, w when we killed Hank, like that was something where he was like, kill me and, uh, and like all that. So I, I expected it to be more of like a, 
more of a struggle of like, I don't know how to make this sweet kid, this like monstrous killing machine that the barbarian class is kind of geared towards. Uh, so I, I was a little surprised at how that, at how it played out. Uh, but in the end, I was happy with it. I, I, the only chorus question, quote unquote, that I tried to do was I tried to just make it more of a, uh, more of a firm split between in battle and out of battle, like in rage and out of rage. Okay. Because when I raged, I was like almost out of my mind. Like, like Mm. I did the roars. I, I talked about how I became like animalistic and like, I tried to make it like he is entering a different state. And you did a really good job of that. Yeah. Like, just just truthfully, Andrew, you did a really good job of separating those two things. Yeah. And then, try, and then trying to come back to, like, oh, he's still a sweet kid. Yeah. If y'all will let me, can I circle back to me to wrap up Sidus with that? Because the thing that I think that the, the only thing that Sidus did that I don't think I would have I would have gone back and done a little differently is I do think that he was a little bit more courageous for the second half. Yeah. Than I he was, than I initially it's intended. Like defiant. Him. Yeah. And I think that that's partly just, it's sometimes hard to separate the character from the player. And then a lot of my own personality would come out inside us and Sometimes it didn't jive. Sometimes it didn't feel like Sidus was actually doing that. I don't know how you course correct that, though. I think you course correct that by playing a different class. Well, and that, and that's something we talked about a lot. That like yeah. it, like even off mic that you mm-hmm. that you had kind of struggled with. Like I've made a character that's very different from myself, yeah. and it mm-hmm. and it was hard. They bleed into each other a little it, bit. It was hard, but I I mean, I wasn't upset with yeah. it, and it it ended up making a cool character. Yeah, no, and it. Playing somebody who is very different from you is one of my favorite things about D anD D. Is getting getting to step into somebody else's shoes and experience things in a way that you would never experience in your real life. Yeah, we well, have a I question like later that on that really digs into that too. Sweet, yeah. this is awesome, by the way, guys. Thank you all again, Discord listeners. These freaking questions are so awesome. Sam, uh, so the first part of the question, yes, uh, I'm very <laughs> happy with the way uh, clicks development. Uh, came along. I will say when when I was making Click, and we started the show, I had planned on playing Click super differently than how he turned out. Um, Click was meant to be this very standoffish sort of character. I mean, he was a spy. He worked alone. Doesn't really have a lot of friends. So, like, I was going to try to make him. Not more awkward, but kind of more, if you guys want to follow me, you can, but, like, this is what I'm doing. Because, like, my character, like, because of his, uh, since I can cast Disguise Self at will, I have a list of... Wait, thir- wait, wait, who's Will? Uh, <laughs> boo. Boo. Boo Great this joke. Man. I love that joke. Hey, we, yeah, I love that joke. <laughs> uh, click hat, like, I made click 13 different disguises that he could potentially use in different situations. And I could not use any of them because we were in the apocalypse (laughs) and like, it doesn't fucking matter if you're disguised in the apocalypse. That's hilarious. So I kind of had to pivot into, okay, well, I can't really use any of this, but I trusted Keith and I didn't say, I I didn't say anything to Keith about it because I was like, Keith knows what he's doing. Like, it's going to be good. And then Keith kept giving me these opportunities for Click to kind of like 
step up. And I think it started in like episode four when we got back to Libra and director of was like, you're essentially like second or third in command now. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh shit. Like, okay. Like click doesn't know what to do with this. And it ended up being really cool because he got to, he was thrust in a role that he wasn't ready for, but it didn't matter. Like he had to step up. And so I think getting to play that out was really, really fun. So thank you, Keith, for letting me do that. So so the truest form of original click was when he walked away from Barry? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was going to be click like the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I think for Barry, he pretty much followed the kind of character arc I had intended, which it's one of those ones where he was already a little bit fully developed at the start. Like he's been in this job. He's gone through his trauma. He's kind of come out the other end. The only thing that I wanted to play out a little bit more that we still kind of got to, it really came to like a head in like episode three though, was his lingering trauma from his family's home being destroyed and him losing his dad and two of his other sisters was that he wasn't there. So like he, his, his life goal was to be there. It's like to be there for his family, to be there to make sure they don't get harmed and he can protect them, which with you're saving the world, you're there. And really the only time that it really came out was when we were out in the mist and we hear the horn in like episode two or three. Mm. And it's like, okay, we've got Sidus who wants to continue the mission, uh, Click who's kind of going along with Sidus, and Carl who's hired by Sidus, but Barry's the, the guide here. Barry knows what this horn means. His family's in danger, and now he's, he's like, we have to go back. I'm going back. Y'all won't do well out here without me. We've got to get back to safety. So it really that's about the gist of it. The the little the surprising changes well I didn't intend for him to be a narc or an alcoholic. <laughs> which kind of opposing viewpoints was like I want him to kind of be a little bit a little bit old fashioned, a little bit overprotective and kind of a little bit on a high horse. That all came through. It it all did. <laughs> and yeah, and I think him kind of at the in the finale, finale kind of going from just a ranger to now kind of a community leader. He and Finn are building this community center, trying to rebuild the city is kind of the pinnacle of it. It's like he's now there for his family and for his community, not just with a bow and arrow, but also with a hammer and nail to like build everything back up. Wow, that was beautiful. Beautiful <laughs> Thank sy- you. symmetry in that. Beautiful symmetry. That did that did before we move to the next question. That did remind me of a parallelogram. Our- <laughs> <laughs> of our most shameful moment as uh, as podcasters here, where in episode three, I think it was, uh, when we were trying to get back into the city, uh, and Keith very clearly said, there is like a magical, otherworldly, supernatural path <laughs> for you to take <laughs> through the mist. And we said... No, 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 thanks. We're gonna Dad. fight our way through. Uh, that looks sketchy as hell. But cool, but no thanks. <laughs> it was clearly a trap. I mean, come on, <laughs> absolutely. And like, y'all, I don't, I don't think y'all ever heard that because we recorded like 15 minutes of it, and Keith was like, "Yo, idiots, <laughs> follow the path. This, this don't sound good. Can you please go straight?" <laughs> It's hey, like, we're going to spend half an hour for uh, you just walking 50 feet, you dumbasses. <laughs> I wonder how many five-footers we had. I don't think we had many. 
I think episode I four we said was a five footer, but it was yeah. really what good. Are you, I don't yeah. a five footer is where the entire episode you don't move, like you well, don't go oh, to another place. I've never we heard that we did fight a frog for an whole <laughs> entire episode. <laughs> that I actually, count, yep. I I would count that as a five footer. Would you? Actually. Okay. Yeah. We, we we sped through the last ten minutes of it, but we spent almost an entire session just getting into the mansion. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep, that and the cabinet huh. episode. Y'all didn't leave the oh, library. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah. So I mean, maybe the battle <laughs> ones I would <laughs> wait, not count. Wait, wait. The arm wrestling episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that I, was all in the yeah. lunchroom. The cabinet. You actually had to make it from Balcaden Manor to the library, so that doesn't yeah, count. The arm wrestling episode. So the arm we wrestling were lunch. just hanging out at the bar. I love it. In Libra. It's your turn. Oh, shoot. I was like, who's next? Uh, so, next question is from the narrator. Shout out the narrator. Shout, shout out the narrator. We assign these at random, but this is fun because this is a question for Carl. Uh, do you think Carl... Uh, slash ever, Carl. Yes, yeah, Carl slash Carl because this man doesn't know how to spell my fucking name. It's with a uh, K. Put some respect on Carl's put name. Put some respect <laughs> on um, it. Is it actually a K? <laughs> it is a K. Oh, yeah. I thought it was an X. No, it's K. Did you say an X? Zarl. Zarl Akanis. <sighs> Do you think Carl ever went to go visit Onizani? Which is a very sweet question. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, absolutely. That, I, that's something I wanted to mention is I, I kind of appreciated that Keith didn't allow the thing to happen that happens at the end of every fucking movie where it's like, okay, there is these two characters that had like a heartfelt moment. They're now a couple at the end of the movie. And it's like, that's not how life works. You have nope. to like develop relationships. Uh, so I kind of like that. She, that it was, yeah, there, there's like some cute little flirty thing going on there, but it's like, you know, they've spent five minutes together. This is not like, oh, they're in love. So it's something I appreciated. And and it's and it also was very, I felt, on brand for Onizani to just like almost not even say bye. That just mm-hmm. be like, you can come visit. It's <laughs> like <laughs> and all specifically right. to cast message so none of the other yeah, yeah, yeah. the rest of us heard the invitation. Yeah. So it's just so that when Carl is like, I think she's into me, it's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, oh, now it's me. <laughs> All right. This one I think is for Alex. I'm pretty sure you uh, unilaterally decided this. Oh, gosh. what you did. What's the trade secret behind Nano being released by your best friends? Mm-hmm. Uh, a, we do not have a business license yet. Mm-hmm. Shout out. We need an LLC. Yep. Two, Shout out. Uh, we we are your best friends. I don't understand why you're questioning that. And three, I genuinely, honest to God, forgot that I put that there. I put that there for like episode one, and just it was, it was supposed to be ha- a placeholder. Yeah, I had to have something there to post the episodes. So I was just like, whatever. Can we make our LLC your best friends? I, I, wouldn't we <laughs> want to do something like juicy? I think your best friends might be it. Yeah, that one's pretty yeah. cool. I like that You're one. You're going to give the name out before we register? I was about oh, to say. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's okay. I can, this will be one solid If you go beep. steal it from us, we will ban you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Minecraft thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, Keith, uh, you're up, buddy. All right, whatever. I'll, I'll tail in from this uh, discussion, which I is... I do like that tail uh, in. Gonger Brood asks... Shout out, Gonger. Do you all see any possibility of nano merch in the future? No. I'm I'll looking at Chase for this one. Uh, despite what Sam just said, yes. And actually, by the time you're hearing this, there will be merch at Redbubble. Woo! Uh, nice. Yeah. 
So we've got we've got some coming your way. There are some different designs and options and some cool shit, some stickers, magnets. You might even like we're gonna check the design. You might be able to buy a nano throw pillow if you really want to. Um, but yeah. This sounds like self promotion, but I genuinely have not used Redbubble before. So this is a real question. Is it like you just go to the Redbubble site and then search for nano? How do you how's that work? So yeah, yeah. You we I swear I put this a, is not planned. I put a I genuinely don't tags. Know. Oh, yeah. No, you're good. I put a shitload <laughs> of tags on all of our designs with our acronym, the full name, a lot of different stuff. Uh, we'll also drop the link in the uh, in the link tree when it gets there. So there will be ways to find us. It'll be on Redbubble. I think the actual like name of the shop is Nano Stickers because I okay. remade it three times, fucking up one thing each time. So the name Nano is taken by a different account where I fucked something up and it doesn't let you change it. <laughs> oh no! You can't delete the old one. No. Well, oh you my can. gosh! You can, but it takes like up to two weeks for the server or something. So we're the Red Bubble is Nano stickers. <laughs> I like that, and 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 it's kind of like a Jeez. to answer your question, Andrew. It's like a you go in, you see the design. Chase has made all these awesome designs, okay. and then you'll be able to pick different things to put it on. I don't want to ah. say everything that you would be able to yeah. put it on because I don't fully know. Yeah. But that's what he meant by a throw pillow. Like, okay. Red the, Bubble is really print cool. Design. Yeah, they you you go in, you say, I want a throw pillow with the D20, lo- uh, like our Nano D20. Bam, do it. Nice. Yeah. So, so and you can get different stickers. I think one of the ones that we're going to enable pretty across the board is like a spiral, like notebooks. Um, there are phone cases, but they're a little bit tricky, so they may or may not be an option. I'm going to try and make them an option, but there's a there's a shitload of things that they will just print our logo on that our users and our listeners can buy and support us. Yeah, and similar to how Alex makes all of our amazing mm-hmm. music, and we just we just throw in some ideas here and there. Chase makes all of our beautiful designs that you will see Aww. on there. That is his creations, and uh, he. Yeah, we 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 uh, throw little sparkles on top sometimes, but they are they are his yeah. designs. It's it's something yeah. that I was I was noticing and I was talking about with somebody that we're so blessed here at Nano to have talent. Mm-hmm. Like and Chase, no none of us know how to draw, and for what it's worth, <laughs> you you've been training yourself and you've been doing such a good job about it. Like yeah, we fucking got, love Procreate now. Yeah, we got very. I hate to say lucky, but we did. Yeah, it is incredible that like and and like uh, uh, our skill sets don't even cross that often because like mm-hmm. I famously had to do a Jackbox game where you draw stuff one time and I tried to draw a wine bottle and it was so shit that I drew above it. This is wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like cause I, I'm an engineer by trade, so I I don't draw and I've never been trained. I when we started the podcast, I bought. Alex's wife's old iPad that she didn't use. And I went to Target and got an Apple Pencil. I was like, well, I hope I didn't waste this money. And sure enough, I figured that shit out. And YouTube tutorials are the best. YouTube is nice. saving the the youth of America. It's no, not Alex's Keith's turn. Keith's no, that was Keith. Keith asked that question. Turn. It's, it's Sam's, Sam's turn. turn. It's my Sam's turn. Sam's turn. Sam's turn. It's Alex's turn. Keith just asked me a question and I answered it. No, Keith just asked him asked a question merch. about merch. Sam go. Oh. Sam go. It's Sam's turn. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, this one's from Char Wolf. Shout out Char Wolf. Shout, Shout out Char Wolf. Char. What is the rankings of players slash DM from most huggable to least? I will start. Okay, I'm going to go from least huggable. The most huggable. This is really hard because I feel like we're all very huggable. 
Except for one. I, there is a say, very I, I feel like the champion here is I, obvious. Shit, I didn't realize that he was saying players. In my head, I was thinking characters. He did say players. No, us. Physical yeah. people. Okay, okay. And I, I let me preface by saying this. I have the utmost respect for this man. But Keith is the least humble thank you, person thank you, here. Yep, thank you. Can we all that agree is, that Keith is the that is, least humble? That is by choice. Yes. That is not yeah. because he's an unapproachable person necessarily. It's Please don't touch me. He does not want it. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I, I feel like we were making the podcast for like three or four months before I actually got a hug from you. <laughs> I, I think one year for my birthday, he was drunk and I was like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, give me a hug. And he said, okay. <laughs> I, I snuck a hug in one time and he was like, I don't know okay. what to do with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth place. Okay. I think it's got to be me. I would agree. It's probably me. Okay. That's fair. I think our lists are actually so going to be the same. About the same. Third. I think we can agree. I've hugged you, though. Third. I've, hugged, I've hugged you Yeah. Sometimes. I force hug people, and then, and then I have to pull back because it's weird. Third. I have Chase. Respectable. Any qualms? Mm. I, I would actually put... I would, I, I would swap Andrew and Chase. I feel like that's an Alex Smith only... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I love, I love snuggling up second, with Chase. Second is Alex. Okay, okay. Yeah. First is Andrew. Wow. I, I, okay. I, say, I, I, I am fairly fairly famous for... I give yeah, really good you could, hugs. You do. Yeah. I, would, I would tie, because I like... I like just get, giving. Well, see, hugs. that's the difference because there's a yeah. difference between who, who this is a who weird is conversation. Most, who is most likely to hug you? It's and probably who is me. The most huggable. Yes. Yeah. I, there, if we're going from experience, it's for sure Alex. Yeah. That's yes. going to. you like, <laughs> going to the get most, a hug from most one of times us. Times hugged me. by it's Alex. Yeah. I, I'm uh, now hugging all the homies after this. I I will say I want to put an asterisk next to mine from Sam's because every time that we end up hugging is when you're leaving and already have your backpack on. So I can't mm, get the that's full fair. development. That's fair. Mm. I, I, I do chase. I have to admit, I, I like the height difference between us allows this beard <laughs> to be like a little pillow on my head. No, I, the <laughs> under my chest. I, will, I will say it's great. It's, I, I, I would, I would put chase up there. Not not because I think he gives the most amazing hugs, but because he is as a person so huggable. Oh yeah, he's just. Oh yeah, it's a very comforting. He's a he's bigger than all of us. But, yeah, it's just he, a, yeah. He, he he's he's gonna. It, it, what's the word I had in my brain? And I forgot. Talkable. Safety. safety. <laughs> <laughs> that. That. that was, it's, it's safety. Submissive and breathable. It is. <laughs> mm. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I was going to say something else nice and now I'm not. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm actually all glad that I'm recording from home right now. That's my fault. All right, I'm Alex, ask your next question. <laughs> oh, shoot, it is me. Let me pull him up. Let me pull him up. I got a question. I know which one I want to. It's from Andrew's friend Josh. I go out of I go out of order, baby. Oh, uh, screw you. I'm allowed to go out of order. I'm allowed to do my own thing. Believe he goes by Daddy No, 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 that's no, no, no. Pickled Yams. That's this mine. one's Pickled Yams. Pickled Pickle, okay, Yams. It, he, all I got in here, buddy, was Andrew's friend Josh. You so. didn't update it? I, dude, it's I didn't touch this. He's an old man. Huh. He doesn't oh, sorry. know how to do that. What's his name again? It's Pickled Yams. Hey, what's song. up, Pickled Yams? Uh, this is your question to all of us, and I have an answer to this. He knows what his question is, you dumb dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't, though. I don't. Y'all don't. Now that the quest is over and there's a side venture or Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me do it. Side yeah, I messed it up. Let me try again. Now that the quest is over, is there a side venture or area you wished you had explored more or a character with you wished you had interacted with more? So character or place or thing that you wish you had done That's more with? Question. There's a very easy one. It's Ball Caden. 
Sorry. I, I like I that's such a loose end for yeah. Alex, man. I but it made sense story-wise to not go after him. Like they he wasn't the main thing, but that I wish we had done more with him. Well, it gives us a nice, easy yes. transition to if you know, whenever we do come back to the miss, is like, okay, what do we do now? Yeah. It's like, oh, we go after Joe. Yeah. Like yeah. it's pretty easy. It answers it answers a lot of questions. You know, the the big boys can figure out that they murdered those kids. We can be like, oh no way, we murdered those kids. No. And then we can find Joe. Also, like my that. personal wish for that is that Joe goes after Alina next so we can explore Sidus and Carl's hometown too, but that's all up to Keith. That, I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. Alina's that would be impossible out. for him to do. Like, sorry, Alina's so big and industrialized. Oh, yeah. Like, he would have to literally have achieved his dream of becoming a god. And even yeah, then, it would be hard. I think there's, I think Alina's supposed to be like the biggest metropolis on the planet. Hear me out. Point. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm, we I'm all listening. Go, we all go to Alina and we just take that shit over. <laughs> My homies run Alina. <laughs> we, we just, yeah. we just, we, and then we call even our evil Sam, campaign. Yeah. Then we go in mm. to space. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Alina's right. got rockets. I'm going to answer the question next then. So. I'm going to mute him while he does it. <laughs> oh, no. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, I think the character I would like to uh, to have interacted more with is Lunir. Like, we got that quick, nice little scene between Barry and Lunir, and I feel like that would have been a lot more, a lot of fun to like explore more. Like, get them like these are two very different people that have come together and have been able to have this nice conversation. I want to see where that goes. Yeah, and, and that, they they did they were a very intriguing character that we didn't really get much information on. Yeah, for sure. And as far as like locations, then it's still got to be Balkans. Like I agree with Alex. That's such a cool house. Like all the different secrets you hidden there. Like if if there wasn't like the impetus that we have to like get through this to learn how to save the city, it would have been cool as hell to like just poke around and find a bunch of cool shit. Mine is so the low key. We never got to explore what we went there for, which was the ruins oh, that Oh he, shoot. Yeah. That's my answer. That now. was that was a really cool thing that we never got there because the city was under attack. Did you know what it was? No. Okay. I, I made all that up. Like, I mean, I it's something that eventually we're gonna flesh out. Yeah, like, I didn't know if like yeah, you and Keith had talked about it and like y'all actually had something and Keith kind of was like, ha, psych, we're that, gonna go back. <laughs> I made Sidus in the way it was like, here's a couple of things, buddy, that would be cool and you play with them. Like yeah. the book, yeah, the, the the ruins. And if like maybe we go to the ruins and it's like, yeah, that's not that's nothing. I was gonna say my actual serious answer, I'll give a serious one. I Click would like to go back to uh, Carl's Village, I think. Mm, yeah. I think going yeah. back there, it's yeah. it's small enough to where it would probably be safe enough yeah. for us to go because there's probably not that many like big misbeasts in Carl's Village. But it also like if we can if we could look and see if a if like what if Paul Caden was responsible for Carl's Village or something then, or like if we see signs that like, OK, Every time whatever is taking the crystals, there's a 
it's the same pattern. Yeah. Yes. So like maybe it's something that like if we go there, we can do a little yeah. little Scooby Doo shit, little yeah, investigation. Because because there's there's it, there's not a village there anymore. It's abandoned. So right. like it would just purely be investigation of the event. That that would be interesting. Um. But but the other one that's a selfish one of, uh, I loved uh, I, I loved interacting with. Uh, Uncle Bill Tricks and Aunt Ponan. Yes. And I wish I could have done that more, uh, especially with Uncle Bill Tricks being able to build this crazy fucking hammer and like all the other insane things. Like, I, I, I don't even know. I, I bet you probably didn't have a full backstory planned out for like why he had these skills or anything, but playing that out of like, what 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 is Uncle Beltrix's past where he's like able to build these kind of weapons that can like sure Carl's a a big scary guy but like he would not have been able to do half the damage he did in that battle if no. it weren't for that hammer so like going going back and being like dude what like who are you like you've been <laughs> this little this this kindly little gnome my whole life and now you have this crazy backstory like I would have loved to dive into that. I think Andrew, you have the next question. I do. It is from is it, no, it's not two in a row, but it is again from Charwolf. Shout out Charwolf. Shout out. So this is a question for everyone. Have you played a female character before, or someone who is different enough from you that you struggled? Which is kind of funny because Alex already talked about it. Uh, maybe someone LGBTQ plus. I know I struggle with playing a character who is not who who isn't a lot like me. Uh, I mean, I've already answered it with Sidus. Like, you know, it was a uh, definitely a different personality than Alex as a person. Uh, I have not played somebody that was not my gender or sexuality uh, yet. It's one of those things, Andrew, you said d and so fun because you get to be somebody different. Yeah. And I, it sounds so selfish to say this, but the way I like to play D&D is put myself in the armor what what is Alex Smith doing? Like so, it's a it's a weird like self insert for those things, yeah. and I don't know. I, I it's definitely something I would love to try to do. I just would fear I wouldn't be able to do it right. Well, Does and, that make sense? And, and that is a real thing that like not yeah. everyone is um is. I don't, don't want to pretend to have yeah. a struggle that I've never had, yeah. and then it it come across to somebody who who is fighting those fights yeah. and, and who is in those spaces that they do go through those yeah. things. And then I water it down because I don't understand it. And I, I just, I, I do think I there it, do it is part of it. Isn't like a natural thing of some people are just, the same reason. Some people are better actors than others. Yes. Like there's the natural thing of some people are better at like fully, I'm going to put myself in somebody else's shoes and I'm going to live out as this person than others. But yeah, so it's just, it's, it is a person to person thing. Do what you're comfortable with. To I have the most fun whenever I get to pick somebody who every encounter is just a brand new experience. Like I like just being able to fully walk in that person's shoes is so fun for me. But I but I recognize that's not that's not not, not everybody has fun doing that. For a lot of people, it's more work than it is play. Yeah. And if it, if that is if it, if that is you, then like don't feel obligated to do it. I have a character that I played that y'all know that ticked actually all those boxes that Charwolf asked, which mm -hmm. was Seer Hayes in uh, the Curse of Strahd campaign, who I made as a 
uh, early 40s, witchy woman, kind of crystal mommy, like, (laughs) 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 by woman. He he said that like it's a thing. It's a thing. It is a thing. (laughs) It's a thing. I'm not not deep enough into the internet, I guess. Yeah. But so that was one of the characters that is the furthest away from me as can possibly be. And it, it was definitely a struggle. Like, I remember having some times and there was like, I know how Chase would react here. I have no idea how Hayes would react right here. But and Chase, you did a really good job. I, I and, have to say that. You did a oh, really good you. job of it. And I'm excited, too, because a little sneak peek into season two, I'm bringing her back as an NPC. And I'm kind of excited to explore that space again and uh, hopefully do it justice. Because kind of like Alex and Andrew have alluded to, it's, it's one of those things... I've not been in those shoes. I never will be in those shoes. I'm kind of learning from the experience of people that I've met and people I've known and things I've seen and what I've heard, like the honest stories you hear online and trying to do it justice as a cis, white, straight man. And it's it's definitely tough out there trying to put put yourself into those shoes and like live within those, those, uh, those struggles. So... I'm hopeful, hoping I can do it justice, and I feel like she's still a very fun character. One of my favorites I've ever made. It was so fun trying to like put myself in those shoes just from the shared experiences I've heard and read and seen. Um, but yeah, so end of the question, yes, it is, it's tough, but very fun and can be very rewarding. Uh, I don't particularly have anything more to add that would be useful than what the other three have already said, so I'm... <laughs> My answer is the same as them, <laughs> but you haven't. That you haven't. Played. No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't. Keith, I do want to. I do want to pull you into this question a little bit because something that I don't think the uh, audience recognizes is how uh, intentional you were with Lunir, and I thought that was awesome. Uh, and that representation, because you 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 did it, and it was it was cool. I like that. Thanks. Like I try to include as many different people as I can into a story because good stories have people with a lot of different perspectives. Uh, as a DM and not as a player, I kind of have to play women and LGBTQ and every person who lives in the world, which is like somebody of every flavor. So it's it, uh, some of it can be a little more difficult just because, you know, I have my own personality and kind of stepping into someone else's space is not always easy, but I think it's always worth the effort to absolutely uh, get all those people shown. I, I will say, I as uh, the DM for a group of we happen to be all guys. And we're all white dudes. And all too. white dudes. <laughs> so I, I didn't like intentionally adding women characters who are hopefully have their own agendas and feelings and motives outside of being just people. So uh, I've tried to make that come clear through all of my stuff. Lunir is a good example of like yeah. just trying something, uh, having a person with a different perspective. Uh, I did want to say this though, because this is a topic that we've talked about a little bit here at Nano. But I mean, Nano here is we're we're allies, like super even, so. it, like big yeah. time, a hundred percent, like fighting the fight, pushing for LGBTQ plus rights, like all that here at Nano, because that's just that. Yeah, it's five white dudes in the in a room, kind of your away chase at the I'm in, a room. <laughs> in a room and you know trying our best to provide representation and, and show that representation to the best that we can but uh we're we are we're here like we are allies and we're listening and we're doing the, everything that we can 
I got the right hoodie on today too. Yeah, it's supporting. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Man, it's 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 what we do here. We love everybody. Everybody. I like the way you said it. Flavors. Everybody comes in a different flavor. That doesn't make anything wrong. Like it's a different flavor. I, I like the, love it. I will say I did actually play play a female in a campaign one time. Uh, it was it was it was very fun to play, but it was also nerve wracking for me because I was I was. I, it was a time when I was teaching some other people how to play and there were younger guys that they were, I think they were like 14, 13, 14 at the time. Um, and I was, you know, older and married. Uh, and I was trying to play this female character without falling into like the female tropes. Um, and just like, it, it, it was, it was a little stressful at me to like try to not, not like not be weird. And also I played with so many people who like, when they, if they're gonna, if, uh, if a straight white male is going to play a female character, they lean into like, oh man, I'm this hot, yeah. hot and, piece and, ass. Like, and like, it's, it's just, not, it's just, it's, yeah, I'm just like, please stop. It's just grody. Yeah. But, anyways, who's All right, the next well, question? Ne yeah, that's, that's me. We're, I'll, we'll just kind of brush past one of them because we kind of already answered it from uh, Jay Lee. Where is Joe? Did he just peace out and never return? Uh, we don't know yet. We'll find that out uh, when we come back. It's a great question, though. Mm. Very good question. Uh, the next one, though, comes from the narrator. And what is one magical item you think is useful in any situation during D&D &D, or most situations or maybe an item you like to have every campaign? I have an answer for this because it's... I hate encumbrance rules. No there. bag of holding. No bag of holding. That's the easy one, Chase. We're all yeah. going to do that one. That's why I took it first. It's a yeah, bag of holding. It's, yeah, because it's the best one. <laughs> and it's also the one that, like... Uh, like I give at the beginning of every Absolutely. campaign in one way or another because fuck encumbrance, bag of holdings are fun, they're easy, and you can do a little bit of fun flavor with them. Like, oh, this one's used, so everything you put in has fucking glitter on it. Have fun. That's such a good one, though. And if you put it on people's heads and cut the bag. Yeah, and then you bam. <laughs> bam. The head's in the astral plane. Yep. Yep. Uh, sending stones? Sending stones. Yeah, those are very good. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, invaluable. Like, they are so good. Uh... You can do some really fun stuff with that uh, immovable rod. I've had yes. fun with that before. That's, Love that item. Or the the not the the alchemy jug. That one's up there yes. with the with the with the rod. That is the, a good the, one. It doesn't necessarily have a lot of character or stat block wording yeah, yeah. to it, which makes it perfect. It's yeah. like you you can just have fun with it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm a simple guy. I just like uh, give me the, give me the armor that's like plus one. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'll <laughs> say fine. I'll say as a DM, if you're DMing, give your players a non-combative magical item you with a yes. random effect. Yeah. like and see what they do with it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. Just like test your players' uh, innovativeness and see what they can do with like a random item you make for them. Do not give it to me though. <laughs> yeah, I've made but, that mistake a few times. There, nope. There's a great one that happened with when we were playing with my wife, where Keith. Gave my, her, wife. Gave, my wife, uh, where Keith gave her a grappling gun, yeah. and there was so many fucking instances where we were like trying to figure out what to do, and then afterwards, after we had already fucked it up, she'd be like, "Oh yeah, I have a grappling gun." <laughs> uh, Sam, I uh, think you're up. That's me. I thought I it was Keith. Is oh, Keith for Keith? Uh, Keith you have one more question. I have one more. Uh, let's see. Question: What inspired Keith? the most to create this story for his campaign. Obviously, Shout his favorite. Hatter D. Mad. His, his Hatter D. Mad. Inspired me the most. His favorite author. 
Brian Sanderson. Is Brian I mean, Sanderson. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanderson. <laughs> I've made that joke before. Not I just, love it. But Brando he, he, Sando. He isn't just asking though about like the world. He's saying the story for this campaign. So like the apocalyptic thing. Like was would that still be Brandon Sanderson? Not specifically. Okay. I, Brandon Sanderson is my favorite author, so yeah. he inspires things that I write. I uh, I honestly like telling stories, and I for this I had to specifically come up with a. I wanted a concise story with a beginning and an ending. I wanted there to be relatively interesting things happening every uh, two episodes so that there would be like a minor hook. And I wanted all of the characters to be super invested quickly. And I kind of threw all those elements together and I came up with a, uh, there's a city, it's going to collapse. There's no escape. You guys are instantly bonded together. And then it was just like, what can I fill this city with to keep you guys engaged and moving forward uh, to a climax, which I wanted to be, even at the beginning, I was like, I want a big fight scene. I want a big battle. And it's like, how do I build a story towards a big battle that is bigger than the players themselves? So I went, collect characters that are interesting, which I trusted you guys to make interesting characters. And then it was collect allies, which you guys did, and then fight big battle. And then added on the end of it a divine aspect of it to just expand the uh, battlefield even further to the point where it was kind of, there was some things outside of your control to kind of give it that. It was a cosmic of, struggle. Yeah, to make give give it a little bit more of a uh, uh, divine cosmic aspect to it. Uh, so that was a long winded answer to inspires me. I I don't know. I read a lot of stories, so I kind of take a little bit from everything that I intake all righty oh baby that was my turn sure is okay this one is from andrew's friend josh who wants to be called (laughs) balenciaga daddy (laughs) (laughs) thank you for the for thank you for the question what does click miss most about his old body uh, oh, you look at you looked at me immediately. <laughs> I thought, thought you were trying to say no. something. Bro, you asked you, a question you, about click and then looked at him. I thought Andrew, I thought Andrew was trying to say no, something. I was just and, looking at you. Oh, I'm Here, sorry. let's do it again. Jesus. Everybody look at him. Chase, look at Sam hard. Uh the Oh god, Chase, <laughs> Chase, Chase scared Chase me. Did the scary <laughs> Holy Chase shit. is tripping me out. Uh so the short answer is click probably hasn't had enough time in his new body to like kind of see what he misses most about his old body. It's probably on the surface. It's probably since he was a little smaller, he was a little leaner. He had an easier time sneaking in and out of things to where he's now like almost a foot taller and absolutely jacked. Like he's not going to be able to (laughs) can't squeeze through the same windows. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that think, great scene would have played differently now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, it would have. It would have, have gone to yeah. the walls. Yeah. All right. All right. Alex. Back to Alex. No, it's not me. We got one more question. Keith, you're the you're asking the last question, right? Are we, are we recording? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my it, God. I didn't hear it. You didn't yeah, give me the no, thumbs I, I, up. Dude, I didn't need he to He absolutely Oh, my God. Okay. Hey, well, I was did I do a good job? So well. Yes. I did a great job. Uh, you did. All right. Well, who is everyone's favorite member of the A-team? This is to... All as a player rather than as your characters. Uh, Sidus. So. Bear oh, and Bruce. Okay. Oh, wait. Of our players? As play- players, as so players, not your characters. Not your character. Oh, it's still Bear Hand Bruce. Uh, you coward. You can include a lot of Why not? Dude, that's wants a, to pull that's... off of Bear Hand Bruce. 
Does somebody else want to pull their hand? You have Anizani. That's such a I mean, sweet yeah, character. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if I can not say Anizani, even even with it being Andrew. Just the I again talking about inclusion, doing putting a a young woman as like the most fearsome yeah, uh, wizard yes. in the land is crazy. Uh, and it's yeah, she's she, it was just she's just a really badass character, and the whole yeah, the 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 mask and the like. Uh, uh, I can't remember how you described it, but like the the weird language that she would speak, where you just like heard everything in your head from her from her mask. I don't know. There were so many cool things of that character. I I, I loved her. Uh, my favorite was Evil Hank. Yes, <laughs> because yeah. we got fun. to see Keith use Andrew's own character against them, and I think that's incredible <laughs> and not something I thought Keith was capable of. That was a power move. Yeah. We'll say in the room before any Hank line from Keith, it was fun having him try to find the voice and Andrew coach oh, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was I I I I was I was disappointed because whenever I first he first told me that he was gonna use Hank, I was like, please, please can I voice him? Can I voice him? And he was like, No, it's my my NPC. He's my voice. I was like, Oh uh, I think for me it, it both were Barry and Chase, it's Lunir. I like I said, we've talked about the representation, loved having this very powerful, like non-binary person just kicking ass, taking names, and also just being great conversationalist for Barry, having a drink, chilling. Uh, very but, non-assuming. You know, like 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 unassuming. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. But yeah, they were just a great character. And then of course the fault the runner up has to be Bear Ham Bruce because of Keith's voice and excitement doing Hey, do him. the can you do the, the Russian the, accent? Yeah, the, the, really... the thank you for listening to season one in the yeah, yeah, in the okay. Russian okay, accent. Okay, here we go. Of Bear Ham Bruce. Thank you for listening. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. We are very appreciative of everyone who listens and supports and who joins the discords and especially those who post in pet pics. <laughs> yeah, and that's where I'll drop it off. Hey, I, but ba Bearhand, where where do they find them? Wait, no, Bearhand can't answer that, can he? Bearhand does not know anything of the internet. Oh, stink. <laughs> okay, I also want everyone to know Keith does not talk with his hands. Bearhand Bruce apparently Bear, does. Yes, oh, there's Bear a lot sure of hand motions. Yeah, there was more hand motions. Uh, but for real, thank you guys for listening to season one. We had a lot of fun making it. I'm super glad we got to get to a conclusion and that you guys all got to join us on that experience. Thank you for listening to a, uh, a longer small talk. Big small talk, some might say. Yes. Honest, I want to apologize to everyone. I'm so sorry we didn't get to any film critiques this time. We'll Not do it next time. time. Not this time. Uh, 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 but yeah, if you want to stay in touch with us, you can go check out our link tree, linktr.ee slash net one In there, you're going to find the links to all of our socials. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and TikTok at NanoDND. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Nine of the Net One. Also, on the link tree, scroll down, check out the SoundCloud, all the amazing music. Uh, check out the Google Drive with the wallpapers. And also, don't forget to uh, make sure you're subscribed and rating us five stars. If you do rate us five stars, send us a screenshot. Let us know. We'll thank you properly in a small talk. And uh, stick around for season two coming your way fast. And until next time, keep it frosty.